Yay. Welcome back Welcome. to the Time of Life podcast hosted by myself, Dominic, and Liam. Let's go. Where we talk about controversial topics, interesting theories, viral videos, and keep you motivated to do great things in this world. This is episode 17. Let's, Let's get go. started. All right, Liam, I got a question for you. Yeah. What is it? What is up with this government that we have? Dan, fuck the government, honestly. <laughs> I mean... Doing nothing but tax us. What the hell is this? Screwing me over, like... Yeah, but then, honestly, they, then they take care of you a little bit by giving you stimulus checks and then tax you later for it. Yeah, I guess I never even got any of those stimulus checks. Yeah, must, must be nice. What do you mean, must be? I didn't get any money. That's exactly <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so... I have a theory I really want to bring to the table is the government controls what is taught in schools. And because of this, it benefits everyone in the government. Actually, I I do agree with that. The government, I mean, your theory kind of sounds right. Well, because I say this because there are some states where they do have courses that kind of don't follow the general public school. The general federal school law, you mean? Well, The education system for the school laws? Yeah. Yeah, but most public schools do follow the same programs. For the most part, I would say for the national level, most of them do follow it, but... That's because the government almost controls that. And let's say if they do not teach about finance. Now, there is very little classes in most high schools, and they're all electives. Now, if the schools actually taught finance, I believe a lot of people wouldn't be working in this matrix. Oh, oh, definitely. I mean... That's basically the whole reason why I got into finance. Because a certain somebody in my school, I mean, I don't want to say his name. Andrew Tate. (laughs) (laughs) No, way, way before Andrew Tate. um, He was the one who basically got me into where I am right now. I mean, where I have this mindset of not really taking orders from anybody not really i mean i'm gonna get a job but until i have a way where i don't need that job i mean i'm gonna be working still but that's besides the point this whole getting out of the matrix thing i 100 percent agree this should be something everyone needs to be looking into learning i mean there's free videos on youtube that you can just look up and do you can get an education system purely off books because pretty free pretty much because like, a lot yeah. of the times is all these other people they wrote all these books because that's what they actually learned in life and, and they actually teach you more than the actual school system and they want yeah and they want you they're trying to pass on that information to you basically and, and that's why I said reading was very important. Oh, yeah. More important than the actual education. Reading is important if you read the right books. The right not, books. Like I said, like, no fiction. Like, none of this yeah. Harry Potter shit. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> that is fuck Harry Potter. Bazam! Yeah, or some other shit. But what if 
the schools don't teach about finance in school, people would be stuck in the matrix for life, paying this so-called taxes, a.k.a. money, to the government to ensure future generations will put the money right back into the education system so they can follow that That's... same path and keep in the matrix to pay for the government. Well, that's basically how taxes work. Yeah. And we'll people, talk about it on the next People podcast. are paying taxes basically to go back into the public school systems and pay the teachers and whatnot. Like, we are basically paying for our, the future generation's education just to go into college and get a job, live in debt, pay taxes, save no money. And do it right over again the next day. And do it right over again and die at 65 with no enjoyment out of life just because you worked your And life I'm pretty sure the government's going to get rid of Social Security in probably the next 10 years. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, wow. we just paid all that money for Social Security. Yeah. And all of it just was like... Oh, actually, never mind. You don't get any Social Security for the rest of your life. Well, I'm like, okay, thanks. If we are planning on doing that, then, I mean, we won't be, we'll basically be getting more money in our pockets from working because Social Security is yeah, but that's still out of 10 years. That's still 10 years down the line where we don't get any of that money. That's true. Yeah. That's why if you do have a job, I feel like it is important to also have a side hustle that way you can make money on the side or make your side hustle the main hustle exactly yeah and if your side hustle is going well make it the main thing like i mean i don't know i think the government actually figured out a way to find all these different things to make money from us even though we don't have a direct influence to it because sales tax more money to the government federal tax more money to the government yeah, it's stupid. I mean, Social Security, more money to the government. It's like, oh my God, like they really figured out a whole system how to do it. Seriously. Like yeah. they figured out the entire system is like, oh, we're only charging 10% tax for this year on your income that you receive. But then when you actually go buy things, it's another 8% or 10%. And it's like, holy shit. They just like, they basically stealing mo- most of your money. Literally, they're stealing most of your money right out of your pocket. And something that I found useful, if you are trying to get out of the matrix and you believe you are going to retire by like 65, there's a thing called a, a Roth IRA. And it basically, when you get when you get a paycheck, right, you obviously get taxed and stuff for it. Then the money you have in your pocket, you can put into this Roth IRA and invest. And then by the time you turn 65, you can take it out tax-free. No taxes involved, no cuts, no anything, because you basically already took the money from the the taxes already got cut off from your paycheck, right? So you're basically paying for your paycheck taxes and then putting into the Roth IRA and getting no taxes when you pull it out. Unlike if you had a... like an individual brokerage account where you bought a stock and then sold it, you're paying taxes on that, even though you're already paying taxes on your paycheck. I feel like so another like a double way. Whammy. Yeah. I feel like another way around that is, I can't remember the ne- the guy who wrote Rich Dad Poor Dad. 
yeah, uh, Kima Amasaki or something like I, that. I can't remember his name. I can't yeah, pronounce it anyways. Like but that. anyways, he's almost doing that exact same thing. But instead of Roth IRA, he's doing it as debt. So as you have this debt, you're not getting taxed on that said debt. So what he's doing is he's actually taking out loans and then using those loans to make passive income, which goes into either the stock market where they don't get taxed. So he's literally, that's how he's saying how the rich stay rich and how Donald Trump was able to stay as rich as he is, is because they're all using the same tax loophole where they don't get taxed at all if they do these specific steps in order. So they're keeping 99% of that money instead of that 1% instead of, I should say 50% that they lose to the government. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Elon Musk, I don't think, I think Elon Musk is probably the best person who doesn't do that, but he makes so much money. He doesn't even care at this point. He's paying probably the most taxes that anybody ever has been paying. I think he paid almost 50. I think he's almost paid like $25 billion to the government, like in total of his net worth still being 110 million or 110 billion. Sorry. Like, could you imagine paying that much debt and all these other people figured out a tax loophole so they don't have to figure that out or so they don't have to get that tax on that and lose their money. So basically if you take out a loan from a bank and use it as, and use it as debt, excuse me, you're basically eligible to not pay taxes or yes because you're in debt yes and they also use insurance policies so when they put money into the said insurance policies that's not being taxed and they can feel free to take out that money as many times as they want even though that money inside is growing as well faster than what the banks would pay you in interest backwards so it's almost it's it's pretty smart. I'm kind of learning a little bit about it. I'm still reading a bunch of shit. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm trying to do, trying to do all these other things. But I figured out that keeping the money in the banks is not good. Put your money towards something that's going to make you money. Either right. it's portfolio yeah. income or passive income. Stop trading your time for money if you're trying to become rich, like if you're trying to become rich, don't trade your time for money. You got to figure out how to work those other two things, either buy low and sell high, AKA portfolio income. So you can buy a couch for said hundred dollars, pay $25 to restore it and sell it for $300. Boom. Portfolio income, passive income. You go, it's, it's mostly about cash flow. I would say is that passive income, where you buy something and it keeps spitting out money towards you, spitting out money, kind of like uh, like dividend investing. Dividend you investing put money into a yep. stock pays you dividends every month or quarterly, which is every four months. Or buying a or business, months, or buying a business where you're only paying five hundred dollars for all the expenses, but you're getting six thousand dollars in revenue just from that. It's like holy. Sh- Holy cow, there's all these different things you have to figure out how you're going to become that first millionaire. If you're trying to become the first millionaire in your family, it's one of those things where you have to figure out this passive and portfolio income. And if there's some other income, 
you need to look into this. Like, seriously, if you really want to get out of this rat race or matrix, as yep. everybody's been calling it for yep. the past two years at this point, because COVID has taught a lot of people that they don't want to work for somebody their entire life. Like, that's kind of lame, honestly. Like, you have this once in a once in a universe timeline, let's say that, because it's not a once-in-a-lifetime thing, where you have this amount of time on Earth. What are you going to do with that time on Earth? Are you going to trade 80% of it towards this said job that you don't enjoy? Or would you? Or would you rather spend 10%, just get your feet off the ground, and then figure out that from that 10% that you just worked your butt off and did all these things. Now you're starting to think smartly where you're now in the thirties. We'll say that 20 late twenties, late thirties. And you finally figured out here's what actually would trade for the best amount of least amount of time for the most amount of money. And now you get to have all this extra time to do all these other things. Pretty much. That's like it. Like nobody wants to work. A job for the rest of their lives. Yeah, it's and no I can fun. Personally, agree. Like, I hate, I hate the labor force. I mean, it's good for the economy, but it, personally, it's not good for yourself. I don't care about the economy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> care I about mean, me. I mean, that's that's another thing too. I thought of, what if everyone did figure out this matrix thing and got out of it? Let's just say eighty percent. What would happen to yeah, the entire? Nobody would be working. You want to know what that would do to the world? <laughs> kind of screw everything up. Exactly. So exactly. if you're part of the 1 million out of the 7 billion that's not working, you're going to benefit really, really well. And that's why they say only 1% because those 1% are only the million out of 7 billion. So when when their population finally hits 10 billion, if it does... What's going to happen to those 1 million? They're just going to become richer than the rest of the world. As they say, the top 1% own most of the wealth, but that's because they had to work the hardest to become one with that 1%. If you're in the top 10%, you're making even more money, or you're making a little bit less money, but you're still much happier than everybody else in the world. But if you want to be that top 1% and be at the very top, the only way to do that is hard work. And you have to be able to take failure and just keep pushing through it every single day. And I think one piece of advice I would really add into there and our final kind of notes as well. <laughs> it's pretty, another short pretty episode. Quick, pretty quick cod podcast. I mean. I mean, let us know guys, like seriously, let us know in the Instagram comments. Like what do you really want us to see us talk about in the future? Seriously. I mean, I made a I made an Instagram called Time of Life underscore Company. Somebody took Time of Life podcast. Somebody took God that damn one. It. Fuck that I don't guy. know. I don't know why because there's no other Time of Life podcast, and yeah. somehow there's podcast out there. Otherwise, I would recommend getting a journal. And I've heard it from several people where you do two things at the end of the day, or three things. I'm sorry. So you get a journal and you you spend 10 minutes to 15 minutes at the end of the day, almost where you're about to go to bed and you think to yourself, how did I feel today? And you score yourself one through 10, okay? And if you feel like a seven, we'll say seven, 
you would be like, okay, I had a pretty good day. Here's what went really well for me. Here's what went wrong. Here's what I want to improve on. That's the big thing why you would say your overall feeling is you start to think about all the things that could have gone better and you start to improve more just by writing that 10 minutes a day. Yep. Where said otherwise, you realize you don't really think it. Like you can't think everything in your brain saying, oh, I did this wrong. How am I going to fix it? You're going to forget it 10, 10 minutes from now. If you write it down, you're going to look at that and you're going to think to yourself, you just like second thought of it and you're like, oh, this is how I can improve on to that. So once you do your overall feeling, how you felt and what's your improvements is, now you're going on to what are your goals? Like, let's just say those 10 minutes, you only have write down your goals. Yeah. You have like five minutes to think and you write as many goals out as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you hit that five minute timer and it just goes off. Now you look at those goals and be like, okay, how do I reach those goals? And I believe one of my goals on day number one, as I did my journal, I started on 12-6-2022. My first goal was to run a marathon in under four hours. That's pretty fast. I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty I good. Would, but I actually, 10 days later, like I'm looking at day number 10 now, or number nine, I should say. I said, I want to qualify for the Boston Marathon. Oh, shit. And that's you know what? As fuck. You know what that's that hard. you know what that time is for my age? That's like under under three, three hours. hours. Exactly yeah. three hours. If you make under three hours, you you're in. That's fucking hard. That's shit. hard. Like that's super wow. freaking hard. Like that's... you can run a constant eight thirty for a four hour marathon. Like that's not that bad actually. You have to run under like seven minutes. You have to run under seven minutes to yeah. get a under three hour. And that's one of yeah. my goals because I said it on day number one, I want to run a marathon under four hours, and now I'm on day 10, and I said, you know what? I'm doing so well, I'm going to try to run under three hours, qualify well, for the Boston Marathon. Here's the thing. I would take one thing at a time and maybe try and run under four nope. hours first. Nope. I no. would say- I would say go for the, reach, big, the big one? Reach for the goals, and don't be afraid if you fail. If you fail, you try again. That's That's what I'm trying to get at here. You want to write down every single goal you have, no matter how impossible it sounds. And in the future, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm doing so well. I'm going to try to beat that even further. And that's how we, that's how successful people become is they start with this insane goal. And once they get to that insane goal, now they want to go push even further past that same goal. And now they're going to really push forward to it. And they're going to be more successful in achieving that goal. Even though if they failed the first three, six times, now they've finally done it and they're way happier at the end because they wrote it down and they finally achieved it at the end of the day. So, I mean, that's going to be that for us. That's that's going to be it. Wow. That was exactly quick, 20 minutes. Look at that. ass episode. All right. Well, I'm going to leave this final notes. Get yourself a journal write down as many goals as possible and figure out how you're going to achieve those goals at the end of the day write how you feel one through ten 
just be open and honest with yourself. If it was a one, you write down a one. If it was a seven, you write down a seven. Like, do not cheat yourself. Literally write down how you felt at the end of the day. And you look over the entire day in your brain and you're like, this is how I felt. So this is what I'm going to write down. Everything went wrong. Everything went right. And then your improvements. All right. We're going to leave it there. Thank you, everyone, for watching. I mean, sorry about the quick episodes. If you... No, I'm not sorry. I mean... It's, it's better to do quick episodes. I mean... Seriously. Well, a how, about, episode. how about you let us know? Like, if you guys like these quick episodes, we'll keep doing them. If you guys want something longer, we'll do that. I mean... Check it out in Instagram in comments. DM us. DM us questions. We're open to questions. We're open to topics. If you want to discuss something. Yeah, I mean, that's it for us, guys. Yep. Thank you for watching. Appreciate you guys every single time. And we'll catch you in the next side. Peace.